0: When writing the story of your life, don't let anyone else hold the pen. Harley Davidson. At Lighthouse Reflections, we believe that intricately hidden inside a quotation are powerful messages of inspiration. And our goal is to bring one of those messages to you every day. I've been gone for a long time and now I'm back. So without further ado, Let's get started. On today's episode of Lighthouse Reflections, we're going to discuss a quote by Seth Godin on optimism. Here's the title Seth Godin on the Human Trait and Power Habit of Optimism. Optimism is the most important human trait because it allows us to evolve our ideas, to improve our situation, and to hope. For a better tomorrow, Seth Godin. When it comes to human traits, it would be very difficult to defend an argument against the statement captured here by Seth Godin. If you're in agreement, then I would submit you have some kind of an underlying why supporting your position. And if you don't, I would suggest just maybe considering at least asking empowering questions. Empowering questions that require compelling answers. Because asking better questions is a habit we can easily develop and nurture. Part of the process of evolving our ideas involves asking better questions. And what are better questions you ask? Well, typically, better questions are almost always solution oriented. Let's say, for example, that you're in the customer service arena, and hint, we're all in the customer service arena. Even if we're not responsible for providing direct customer service, we are in customer service by proxy. No business today, no business today will survive with less than average customer service, let alone poor customer service. Customer feedback has become almost instantaneous because of the social media world. If a company isn't already providing excellent customer service, as demonstrated by surveys or direct customer feedback, that information can either be looked at as an opportunity or a problem. And the optimist, the optimist will look at the information as an opportunity to not only improve customer service, but they will also contemplate how to both make and implement proposed solutions. The important piece to understand, though, lies in the realization that an opportunity, an opportunity, not a problem, exists. The same holds true for communication or any other challenge facing a company, a sole proprietor, an internal or an external customer, a family, or a friend. And, And if we aren't already experienced the highest level of effective communication possible, it only means, and all that it means, is that there exists an opportunity to improve and create an atmosphere supporting better communication. When we label something a problem, the moment we label it, we create negative energy around the supposed problem and typically form some kind of limiting belief or judgment around potential solutions. Optimism, on the other hand, Optimism creates a foundation from which to move forward, eliminating the potential for negativity or judgment to cloud our ability to create effective solutions. Optimism literally sets the stage for possibilities that otherwise simply would not exist. Optimism opens the door for us to individually and collectively evolve our ideas improve our situations, and create hope for a better tomorrow. Optimism is the foundation allowing for all other human traits and human habits to emerge. And the habits that emerge are habits like commitment, determination, tenacity, and persistence. Some of you will remember that I shared these messages with passion and enthusiasm And I always closed with specific message. And the message is very simple. It's my six-word story. Believe completely. Dare greatly. Achieve accordingly. I believe that wrapped up inside of every quotation is a powerful message of inspiration. And I'm back. And my plan is to bring one of those messages to you every day. So as I continue on, bear with me if I miss a day here or there as I get back in the groove of recording a powerful message for you. And my words may stumble a little bit as they have in this recording, but what you won't find me doing is re-recording the message. Because here's the thing, most people never start because they think they have to be perfect perfect doesn't exist. It's an illusion. It's a myth. It's a falsehood. People have powerful messages inside of them and they never bring their message forward. And the reason they don't is because they're always trying to get better. They're always trying to create a perfect message. There is no perfect message. There's only opportunity. The opportunity to either create something and hit the send button or create something and don't hit the send button out of fear. Out of fear that somebody will judge the fact that you made a bobble or that you made a mistake or that you weren't quote-unquote perfect. Well, people don't want perfect anymore anyway. What people are looking for is authentic. What people are looking for is... Someone who's willing to share from the very core of their soul about what inspires them and the difference that they hope to make in the world. And what we hope to have happen for you here on this presently monocast, because it's really not a podcast, I don't have any guests yet. Right now it's just me speaking into the microphone. But what we'd like to do with our message is to have you find the inspiration necessary for you To bring forward whatever message it is that you have to share with the world. And hopefully through the words that I share here and eventually the words that we share here as this becomes a full-fledged podcast and I have guests that I bring onto the station to talk to you about the different things that can help you become the very best version of yourself. One of the goals of this platform will be to help put the personal back in personal development. I think I've rambled on enough for now with this first episode, at least for this moment so that I can pause and check and see how all this stuff sounds, and then decide whether I submit this and let this be a freestanding episode all on its own, or whether I add something at the end. And I won't know that until I review this. So for now, I'm just going to sign off. I don't have any fancy outro. I did provide a little intro today. I hope you enjoyed that. There's nothing, absolutely nothing, like the sound of a Harley-Davidson. And with that said, when writing the story of your life, don't let anyone else hold the pen. Alright, so I figured I was so excited when I listened to what I had going and where I left off with Harley-Davidson and his quote, when writing the story of your life, don't let anyone else hold the pen that I thought I needed to come back on here and continue. And what I realized is I have a ton of content from the old days. And maybe what I'll do is put together a little episode here that actually captures a little bit of that content. I have a little bit of music. I had some inspiring messages. And we're just going to see where this goes. And I don't know exactly where that is just yet. The music in the background is United We Stand from... I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to butcher this name or not, but I think it's Matthias Pumala, The Omega Code. That's the music in the background. And it just seems like, I don't know, profound, powerful, inspirational. It captures the essence of what I want this station to accomplish. And as I try to get back in the groove and find my old voice, maybe my new voice will come through as well. And we'll have a blending and create something really unique and powerful. And I realized I I couldn't really create a podcast in as much as, as I was describing where it's me and interviewing my guests. But what I figured I can do is stitch some things together that will allow for some variety and some opportunity to capture messages from others and powerful messages that are coming from different places like YouTube and Oh, who knows, wherever else I might find inspiration. But from, from YouTube for sure. So that's enough of an intro to this next little piece. I think I'm going to pull in something about our deepest fear. And then maybe some music about unleashing human potential. Knowing that people have the choice to fast forward or, or move to the next segment or whatever the case may be as they listen to this monocast that is slowly becoming a podcast as I add additional pieces to it and hopefully we'll have some fun here in the process
1: our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure it is our light not our darkness that most frightens us your playing small does not serve the world there is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you we were all meant to shine as children do It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Sir, I just want to say thank you. You saved my life.
2: Thank you sir. All of
0: you. You're listening to the sounds of lighthouse reflections. It's Bobby here, and early this morning I recorded a segment our deepest fear and the YouTube video is a clip from the movie Coach Carter where one of the students one of the basketball players basically stands up and tells Coach Carter how what he did changed his life and not only changed his life but saved his life and he quotes our deepest fear from Marianne Williamson And our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. And that's just a small piece of the quote. Coming up next is another YouTube segment. This one is from Akela and the Bee. I think this one is actually better than the other one, but for a different reason. And since this has been part of the theme for today then I wanted to make sure to cover both of them. The track in the background right now is Our Deepest Fear, instrumental music from the folks over at Fearless Motivation Instrumentals. So coming up next is that YouTube segment from the movie, Akela and the Bee, where her teacher asks Akela some pointed questions about goals and dreams. And Akela says that she knows about spelling and then he asks her some more questions. Remarkable stuff. Coming up right about now. Have you, uh, have
2: you got any goals? Hmm? Goals. What would you like to be when you grow up? A doctor? A lawyer? A stand-up comic? I don't know. The only
1: thing I'm good at is
2: spelling. Go over there. And read the quotation that's on the wall. Read it aloud, please.
1: Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, Who are you not to be? We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same.
2: Does that mean anything to you? I
1: don't know.
2: It's written in plain English. What does it mean?
1: I'm not supposed to be afraid. Afraid of what? Afraid of
0: me. Yep.
2: This national spelling bee is a tough nut. I've seen it chew kids up and spit them out. So if you want to get there, you can't be a shrinking violet. Stand up and show them what you can do. All right? And I'll brook no nonsense. You show up on time with no attitude, or it's over.
0: Agreed? Here comes the handshake. Here comes the contract. Bam. I'd like to close out this segment with reading a paragraph from a return to love by Marianne Williamson It's just a short paragraph it's a very simple but incredibly powerful it talks about what fear is and fear is of course the great betrayer of self the difference between those people living their potential and those who don't is not the amount of potential itself but the amount of permission they give themselves in the present. You see, it's not about our potential, it's about our capacity. It's about our human capacity. And our human capacity is exercised in the present. When we embrace our capacity, we embrace endless and infinite opportunity.
3: Now I want to talk about this small thing about unleashing
2: human potential and
1: how we as individuals can have an impact on this earth. Yeah. And I've just come back from India, which has kind of messed with my chi
0: because Uh I heard over there that Osho said that the purpose in life is simply to have no purpose.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd have to disagree with him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: and, and, and I go back to Ernest Becker's ideas in the book The Denial of Death, which have really impacted me Yeah uh, He says, he quotes Dostoevsky, In paraphrasing That man cannot live without a Continuous belief in something Indestructible within himself mm-hmm. He also says the essence of normality Is the refusal of reality So mm-hmm. if we were to be like Bare bones, empirical Dry, un Un poetically infused reality. We're just a bunch of dancing monkeys on a rock floating in an infinite cosmos. We born, we die, it doesn't mean anything. I'm not comfortable with that. Like, I I am really not. I think the role of sentience, of self-awareness, of consciousness, is that we can actually... We are the canvas and the paintbrush and the paint. Mm -hmm. So we get to impregnate the world with meaning. We get to say that we matter, that Ooh. this matters, that life matters. And you know, as Dylan Thomas used to say, do not go quietly into that good night, but rage against the dying of the light. I think I think that our capacity to have to actually to create a sense of volition and agency and purpose in our life it is what characterizes us as meaning making and meaning seeking creatures. So I, I, I think that the only answer to our predicament, this predicament being finitude, mm-hmm. um, is to use our wherewithal and our genius to remake the rules and reset the terms. And that's what we, I think, have done beautifully well so far. Mm -hmm. We didn't evolve to fly, yet we incorporate non-biological props and scaffoldings, and now we fly in aircrafts across the sky. We did not evolve to be telepathic, yet devices made of plastic and metal in our pockets allow us to share our thoughts telepathically across oceans, you know, across the sky. So that's what we do. Oh, universe, you didn't hand us these terms? Well, we're going to go and create them, because we are the universe.
0: And that was Jason Silva, who I find to be one of the most fascinating humans on the planet. I don't know what your guys' take is, but that was just one episode of a four-part series. But this was the piece I was really interested in, was this piece on unleashing human potential. Because human potential is what absolutely fascinates me and if you listened to what he just described at the end of the video there where he's talking about how yeah no we weren't born to fly but we figured out how to actually do that thing and no we are not telepathic creatures yet necessarily but yet put plastic and metal in our hands with some electronic chips and some other sorted pieces and we can have conversations across the ocean you know it's remarkable if you think about it, what we're capable of as human beings. And yet, most of us are just scratching out a bare existence. It's my purpose to discover in my lifetime my full potential. And that's the path that I walk every day. It's a path of discovery. I'm absolutely fascinated with the possibilities of all that's possible for us as human beings. And that's why you find the variety of things that you do here on my station. And I don't run my show or my station or whatever like a regular podcast. Because that's just not how I operate. So I just find things that interest me, and I throw them up on the station. And hopefully they interest other people. And no, you're not going to get the flow of a regular, well-structured podcast here. But what you will find, I believe, is some really good content. I hope you guys found some value in that. That's the purpose. Wishing you the best. Take care. So this track in the background is New Frontier, Matthias Pumala, The Omega Code. And I'm going to use it to segment into the last little piece, this last little segment that I'm going to add to this episode, my first episode back on Anchor, after a long, long hiatus, over six months, and I'm going to make that transition with some six-word stories. You know, Anchor was so much fun, I forgot just how much fun I had with this platform. My goodness, this has been a blast, going through some of my old stuff tonight. And coming up next, right after this little intro, is going to be some six-word story stuff. Props go to Ray over at the Raycast. I don't even know if he's here anymore, but you can always find Ray. And I'll share some six-word stories. Remember mine. Mine is believe completely, dare greatly, achieve accordingly. What's your six-word story? What gets you fired up? What has you staying up late at night and getting up early in the morning? You know, some people struggle to get out of bed. They're like, oh my God, it's another Monday. Or it's like, oh, I can't believe it. Thank God it's Friday. Every day is a blessing. Each and every day is a blessing. And I look forward now to each and every day I hope that you do too and if you don't right now know that that's available to you once you find your purpose remember passion passion is temporary purpose is permanent I'm going to give credit for that one to Tiamo one of my new mentors who's helping me bring my gift to the world okay that's Tiamo De Vittori, for those of you who might be wondering, who's this Tiamo guy he's talking about? Anyway, so without, uh, without any further delay, let me go ahead and just finish up here. I'll transition to the six-word story segment, and that should wrap up this first episode of me being back on the platform. I'm having fun. I hope you guys are too. That's it for now. You guys, hmm, I don't know about guys, because there's guys and girls here. How about friends? I hope you, all of you, the listeners, anybody that's taken the time to listen to what I'm putting together here, I hope I can call you friends. Anyway, that's it for now. Coming up next, Six Word Stories. This is just a brief little call-in intro to KT, where he offers his six-word story. I think you'll find KT's six-word story pretty powerful. The track in the background is Bishop Briggs covering Matt Corby Monday from the folks over at Triple J. Pretty cool stuff. I have a feeling that she's living her life. What do you guys think? You think KT's living his? You think they're being life? Wow. I think my personal not-so-humble opinion is that KT is being life. Speaking life and doing life. I think Bishop Briggs is doing the same. I think Matt Corby is doing the same. I think the folks over at Triple J are doing the same. I think that Domo is doing the same. I think that if you're a creator, if you're a creator, and if you're on this platform, you're a creator, then you can be doing the same. All of us have the opportunity every day to be life, speak life, and do life. We also have the opportunity to believe completely, to dare greatly, and to achieve accordingly. Ray Gerard over at the Raycast, he's got a six-word story. I recommend, my not-so-humble recommendation is that you take the time to call in. Call in over to Ray over on his station, over at the Raycast, and say, Ray, Ray, Bobby's talking about your six-word story. Tell us, Ray, tell us about your six-word story. Tell us about the contest that you entered as well with the six-word story. Tell us also about haiku and entering into the haiku contest. See, there are some really intriguing people here on this platform. If we but take the time to try to get to know people just a little bit, there's no way to know how far this thing's gonna go. This summer, I'm going to Ireland. I have three people to meet there: Paul O'Manny, Larry McGuire, from the Daily Lehrb, and an American living and teaching in Ireland, Bernie Edtech. I intend to meet all three of them in person while I'm in Ireland this summer. Paul and I are going to go play golf. Larry and I are going to drink some coffee together. We might talk a little bit of business while I'm there. I don't know. We're definitely going to talk about books. By then, The artist Manifesto will be out. And who knows? It might even be a bestseller. Who knows how these things unfold? My book will be out by then for sure. Commit. Then figure it out. How to accomplish almost anything you once thought impossible. That'll be out because that's coming out on April 1st. Yeah, I picked April Fool's Day for the day to release my book. I've been talking about it for long enough that most everybody's beginning to think it's going to be an April Fool's joke that it'll ever come to be. But what they don't know, see, is how hard I've been working in the background getting the book ready. My writing partner and I are getting really close, so I'm excited about that. Content creators, folks. That's what we are, each of us in our own gift, doing things our own way, bringing it every day. And I should have never said this was going to be a brief introduction, because I don't think I've ever recorded a brief introduction ever. But that's okay, because there's value in this message. At least that's what I believe. And if it's not the value in me, then it's the value in KT, or it's the value in Ray, or it's the value in someone else that this message is going to touch. But with that said, it's been long enough and I'll be quiet now, wishing each and every one of you nothing but the very best as you discover your own six-word story today. Take care. Hey guys, it's Bobby over here at Lighthouse Reflections and I'm just continuing on with this With this um, theme that I've got going today, I'm going to run with this. I'm going to run full out. I'm going to run fast. I'm going to grab as many of these things as I can find. And I just found one over with Scott P., over with the Conscious Man podcast. Here's his six-word story. Elevate your game. Elevate your consciousness. I love that. But what I love even more is the message that comes behind it where he talks about what we need to do as individuals to up our games, right? To elevate our consciousness so that we can make the difference that only we can make on this planet. I'm looking for six-word stories. Hopefully, I'll find yours. If you've got one you want to share with me, don't hesitate to call in or call my friend. Call over and talk to the Raycast. Let him know how you got fired up hearing about how he introduced me to the six-word story and how i'm now bringing forward the six word story of the others here on the platform we got a couple today from Damo over there we got work hard be skilled stay humble kt gave us be life speak life do life what's your six word story let's inspire each other let's let's pin this thing down if you have a six word story you can use that to be your mantra When times are hard, when times are tough, when you're up against it, when someone's telling you, you can't do that. Who do you think you are? You can say, oh, wait a minute. You don't know what my six-word story is. Do you understand what I'm saying? I sure hope you guys feel me on this. This is powerful stuff. Here's my six-word story once again for those of you that don't know what it is. Believe completely. Dare greatly. Achieve accordingly. Oh, yeah, and I've got my P.S. as well. Make today. An incredibly amazing day. That's it for now, guys. Looking forward to hearing from everybody. And if I don't hear from you, just create your six-word story for yourself. You don't even have to share it with anybody else. you understand what I'm saying? It could be your mantra. It could be your internal mantra. Because we change from the inside out. Let it be what drives you from the inside out. All right, that's it for me. Take care.